All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Presented by Motilal Oswal Financial Services. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 24th of May. So right on top, here's an update from the US Fed that released the minutes of their last meeting that took place at the start of May. Federal Reserve officials said the economic outlook warranted another interest rate hike soon and signaled they would welcome a modest overshoot of their 2% inflation target. What's interesting is that they indicated they're in no rush to tighten more aggressively. And that gave stock markets in the US a fillip. They clawed back some early losses to trade positive. The yield on the 10-year treasury slipped below 3% and the dollar rose. The S&P 500 and Dow closed higher by 0.3 and 0.2% respectively. The Nasdaq climbed 0.6%. In Asia, stocks are trading mixed. The Nikkei in Japan has lost ground, falling about 0.6%. The Australian benchmark was trading flat and the Kospi in South Korea was trading marginally negative. Turkey's central bank raised interest rates at an emergency meeting on Wednesday, bowing to pressure from financial markets after the government's rejection of higher borrowing costs plunged the nation into a currency crisis. The central bank raised its late liquidity window rate by 300 basis points to 16.5%. Meanwhile, Paul Krugman is joining a growing contingent of economists and money managers from Carmen Reinhardt to Mark Mobius in warning of a meltdown in emerging markets. The Nobel Prize-winning economist said the current episode bears some resemblance to the Asian financial crisis in the late 1990s when developing nation stocks slid 59% and governments raised interest rates to exceptionally high levels. US President Donald Trump is backing away from the trade agreement the US just announced with Beijing under pressure from some of his supporters and some in the Congress who have called the accord a capitulation. On to news from back home, H.T. Kumaraswamy took oath as the next Chief Minister of Karnataka on Wednesday in a ceremony that was attended by a clutch of national leaders that are opposed to the Bharatiya Janata Party. India has moved one notch higher to 44 in terms of competitiveness in the annual ranking compiled by International Institute for Management Development, which placed the U.S. in the top slot. The Bombay High Court has granted an extension on the stay of Singapore Exchange's launch of Nifty-based products till Saturday after the National Stock Exchange of India challenged the move. Law and IT Minister Ravi Shankar Prasad said the government was working on a long-term solution to address the volatility and frequent revisions in rates of petrol and diesel. He, however, steered clear of speaking about a possible reduction in excise duty. Petrol and diesel prices are currently at record highs. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, everyone. Gale is the only nifty that will report numbers today, but lots of mid-caps, Cochin Shipyard, Cummins India, Glaxo Pharma, Granules India, Heidelberg Cement, Pidlite Industries, United Breweries and United Spirits. Lots of numbers came out after market hours. The strong numbers were reported from Apollo Pipes, Repco Home, Suntech Realty, Jane Irrigation, Biocrop Sciences, Eros Media, KPIT, SML Isuzu, Natco Pharma, PNC Infratech and Rupa. Mixed set of numbers from Tata Motors, LNT Infotech, and IGL. 
while weak set of numbers from Jet Airways, Shipping Corp of India, Premier Explosives, GETND and Shalimar Paints. In terms of bulk deals, Pabra Investment Fund has bought in 7.8 lakh shares that is close to 1.2% equity of Kaveri Seeds. BNP Arbitrage Fund was the seller. Greaves Cotton, Balaji Telefilms, Mahindra CIE and Ramco Systems will be meeting a lot of funds and analysts today. Jet Airways and Judge Dial come out of the FNO ban and also Jet Airways will be in focus because of the numbers and the auditor report that doesn't look very good for them currently. In terms of brokerages, Credit Suisse has initiated coverage in JM Financial with a neutral and a target price of 150. Uh, they are saying they have a better track record versus peers. Credit Suisse has initiated on AB Capital with an outperform and a target price of 175. They believe it's a financial conglomerate with a mix of lending and emerging business. CLSA and Jefferies, both of them have cut the target price on Tata Motors, post the numbers. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquint.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all you need to know going into trade today. But there's lots more like Darshan said on the website. So do check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.